This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Being your best self feels good for your loved ones and for you. Visit betterhelp.com super and get back to being you. Hey brother! Guys, we've been covering Encanto like crazy on this channel and yet it just still seems like there's so many unanswered questions. So today we thought we'd try and answer as many of them as possible by going to Google and figuring out what are the most commonly asked questions people have about the movie. So today we're gonna answer Google's top 25 questions about Encanto. Before we dive on into today's video, I want to give a huge thank you to today's sponsor, Nobody. Well, us. Did you guys know that Super Carlin Brothers has its own merch that we sell over on DFTBA? Because we do an annual survey here, and according to the math budget, 55% uh, of you did not know this. I'm sorry. But great news, you can find all of your favorite SCB merch over at supercarlinbrothers.store. And we've got lots of really cool things over there, like our logo pin or the foil animal shirts, which also come in a curved cut. And possibly my favorite, our SCB Pride shirts, where 100% of the proceeds go to various LGBTQ plus charities. So head on over to Super Store and celebrate yourself and Super Carlin Brothers today. Link is in the description down below. All right, here we go. Question number one, how do you say Encanto? <laughs> Let me tell you, uh, we got corrected on this so many times when we first started making videos about this movie, but uh, the appropriate way to say it is Encanto, not Encanto. So there you go. Impress your friends. Let them know how superior you are because you can say it correctly. Don't do that. Number two, in Encanto, how old is Mirabel and Camillo and Dolores and Antonio and oh my God, just all the characters really. Honestly, we could have filled up like half the questions on this entire list with just how old is any given character because people really wanted to know. Fortunately, the information is very available. The director, Jared Bush, tweeted the ages of literally every single character. Mirabel is 15, Abuela is 75, the triplets, Peppa, Bruno, and Julieta, and their spouses, Felix and Augustine, are all 50, which feels like it was more of a convenient director choice if if you ask me, I mean, three of them are triplets. Obviously, they're the same age, but the other two? Mm. Then you've got Isabella and Dolores, who are both 21, although Isabella is a little bit older. Luisa is 19, and Camillo is also 15, just like Mirabel, which is extra sad because you realize that just months before Mirabel didn't get her power, Camillo did get his, which must have been heartbreaking. And then you've got Antonio who is five and presumably it's actually his fifth birthday on the day we start seeing the family. Number three, do we talk about Bruno? Yes, despite the warnings in the song, we collectively as the viewing audience all talk about Bruno a lot. In fact, we don't talk about Bruno and Surface Pressure, the Luisa song, have both now been certified platinum. Number four, does Mirabelle get a gift? Yes, I think for sure by the end of the movie she does end up with a gift, but it's not like a super visible gift the way the rest of the families are. Really, it's more like the torch has been passed from Abuela to Mirabelle. And honestly, it's less of a gift and more of like an overall duty. But that duty is incredibly important. And I'm not sure if this is the official term, but it's the keeper of the magic. Basically, her role is to make sure that the different members of the family feel loved and seen for who they are beyond their gift, which is pretty much what Mirabelle is doing throughout the entire movie and what Abuela is failing to do throughout the entire movie. 
movie. Actually, I just noticed this the last time I watched the movie and it's my new like attention to detail moment in the movie. And it's right when Mirabelle doesn't get her gift and the door starts disappearing. You can see the candle that Abuela is holding flicker. Because in your first pass, when you see the candle flicker, you think something's wrong with the magic and like, that's why Mirabelle didn't get the power. But what's really happening here is that the moment Mirabelle doesn't get her power, Abuela starts to value her less and that is why the candle flickers. Number five, does Mirabelle get a door? No, Mirabelle does not get a door, at least as a child, but there is a blink and you miss it line where she tells Antonio that if he doesn't get a gift, then he can come live with her in the nursery. You would stay here in the nursery with me. Of course, you could also argue that by the end of the movie, yes, she does get a door, but rather than being to her own specific room, it is the front door of the house, which shows her as the new head of the family and the rest of everyone behind her. Number six, do the doors change? I assume this is asking like, do the images on the doors change? And absolutely, yes, they do. I mean, we see a very young Antonio on the door when he gets his power, but like all the other characters' doors match the current age they are. So presumably as they get older, the image on the door changes to match their appearance. Like when Louisa as a five-year-old touched the door, it didn't suddenly show 19-year-old Louisa on the door. Number seven, does Mirabelle control the house? No, Mirabelle does not control the house. Nobody controls the house, not even the miracle itself. Actually, our belief is that Casita is actually Abuela's lost husband, Pedro. And his goal is basically just to help the family wherever and whenever he can. If you want to see more about this particular theory, we actually have an entire video about it. That said, it does seem like Mirabel has the best relationship with the house other than Abuela herself, who Casita will listen to even if it's against what Mirabel wants to happen. Casita? <laughs> Number eight, does Mirabel die in Encanto? No, unless... Number nine, can Mirabelle see the future? Okay, so I'm not sure if this is asking whether or not Mirabelle has the same power as Bruno or whether she can just see Bruno's power in action when he's doing it like later in Antonio's room for her. But either way, the answers are no, she cannot see the future herself. And two, she can see what Bruno was showing her when he's doing his uh, like vision circle thing. Number 10, can Mirabelle slow down time? Ooh, this is a good question. And definitely one I also had after the first time I saw the movie. After after Antonio's ceremony, Abuela calls for a group photo, which inexplicably Mirabelle is just left out of. But the moment the flash goes off, time seems to slow down as Mirabelle breaks into song. And while time is slowed, she appears to walk around and just admire all the different members of her family. She also manages to leave the room and see all the cracks in the house start appearing and cuts her hand, which later gets healed by her mom, proving that everything that happened during the song happened. But while she definitely does cut her hand and see the cracks in the wall, the rest of it I think is more more of like a metaphorical slowing down of time. The real point of the scene is that it's a photo and photos by definition are a frozen moment in time. But photos can also be very misleading. They can be framed, edited, and most commonly, posed for. The photo looks great, everyone's smiling and happy, but the truth is that under the surface, everyone's dealing with a lot of inner turmoil. What I love here is that they take another photo at the end and Casita squishes everyone together. It's sort of blurry and out of focus, but the happiness is genuine and authentic and it's just a lot more candid. Number 11, why was the house breaking? It's tricky, but it's helpful to remember that the Miracle and Casita are separate entities. The Miracle granted all the different gifts the members of the family have have 
and Casita itself. So as the miracle fades, so do their powers, and so does the infrastructure of the house. Both of which are caused by Abuela's declining appreciation for her family outside of their gifts. Number 12, can Mirabel still get a gift? I think so, yes, or else she like already did. It's kind of like what we said before. When she touches the doorknob at the end of the movie, the entire house comes to life, the door lights up, there's a bunch of images of the family on it. But again, it's more like the torch is being passed. She's inheriting the duties of of being the keeper of the magic, which is a big responsibility and I think does count as a gift. It's just not like a visible power she can like do like Isabella or Luisa. Speaking of whom, number 13, does Isabella hate or like Mirabel? I just sort of crammed those two questions together because they were both popping up but they sort of mean the same thing. Honestly, I think they mostly just have a pretty classic sibling relationship. Like they definitely have moments where they can't understand each other, but make no mistake, Mirabel is not understanding Isabella just as much as Isabella is not understanding Mirabel. That said, the absolute warp speed at which they reconcile and start having fun together and the way in which Mirabelle is exhibiting such joy, seeing her sister live in the moment for the first time in her entire life, I think all really suggests that the annoyance they have with each other is pretty surface level and that they really do love each other quite a lot. Number 14, does Isabella marry Mariano? No, we actually sort of got stuck on this line ourselves for a while because of the line and we don't talk about Bruno where Dolores says, to we kept wondering, does that mean they actually were married or was Bruno's vision actually wrong? Which then would have been pretty odd because all the other ones lined up pretty exactly. But no, to clear up any confusion, they are never actually married. I'm not even sure they're ever officially engaged, but betrothed can mean like promise to be engaged as well as engaged. But it's not actually specifically a term for two people who have been wed. Number 15, does Isabella like Mariano? I never wanted to marry him. I was doing it for the it appears, no. I mean, I'm sure she thinks he's a regular nice guy, but like not actually attracted to him in any way. Number 16, why did Bruno leave? Uh, obviously to go to Italy so he could become the father of one Alberto Scarfano. Silencio Bruno. No, but actually the reason he leaves is because despite loving his family so much, his gift is causing them so much stress that he just can't handle it anymore. That being said, he also doesn't actually even leave. So. Which brings us to question number 17, where is Bruno hiding? Apparently inside of the walls of Casita for like literally 10 years. But this is another situation where I think Casita is actually looking out for the well-being of the entire family. And if Casita is in fact Pedro, then looking out for the well-being of his only son. Because, and this may come as a shock to you, the space between walls and actual homes and buildings, uh, not this big. Which means what I think we're seeing is that Casita obviously knows Bruno is living in the walls of itself as an expanded the space so he can stay there. Number 18, how tall is Bruno? Great question and I can totally see where the confusion comes from on this one because during We Don't Talk About Bruno, Camillo claims that he has a seven foot frame and like not for nothing, but that just does not appear to be true. But also Camillo must have known Bruno before he left. So you're like, why would you lie about how tall he is? So one or two things is happening here. Either he actually is seven foot tall, which means Luis is pushing like, maybe even nine feet, and that really the entire town is just sort of like giants. They're all really, if he's seven feet, they're all really tall. But really, I think what's happening is that when Bruno left, Camilla was only five, so he probably just remembers him as being a lot taller. And since he's left, the story of Bruno has just sort of become larger than life. Ironically, he does have the rats thing right, which is weird because it means that the rats were a thing before he went in the walls. Well, because she's his aunt and she has amnesia, so she can't remember that she's his aunt. Number 19, why did they flee the village? Okay, 
Okay, so the they in this question is Abuela and Pedro. And while it has not been officially confirmed, it is likely that the real world historical event that drove those two from their village was an event called the Thousand Days War. This was a civil war in Colombia that took place for a thousand days between the years of 1899 and 1902. And we're basing that mostly on the fact that the technology you see in the town matches sort of that of the 1950s, and that 50 years before that, when Pedro died, all the soldiers are on horseback and carrying swords. Number 20. Why did Pedro die? But, uh, because of the swords. No, but in the flashbacks, we see Pedro and Alma are actually the ones leading all the people from their town away from the village. And as the leader, he selflessly decides to stay behind and try and stall them so that everyone else from the village can get away. Like personally, I don't know what he thought he was gonna do in this situation, but also he must've known something that we didn't because the end result is the Encanto itself and Casita and all the magical powers, so. He made the right call. Number 21, what does Encanto mean? Well, the literal translation into English can mean charm, glamor, spell, delight, or joy. And all of those do seem pretty fitting, but specifically in the movie, the Encanto refers to the actual spell that created the house, raised the mountain, and protects the entire town and gives the family their powers. Number 22, why does Dolores squeak? This is actually something super cool I learned just while researching for this video, but this, like so many other things in the movie, are a nod to Colombian heritage and culture. But apparently when colonizers started to arrive in Colombia, the people there were too afraid to speak in front of them, so they started developing all of these different nonverbal cues to communicate with each other. The squeak you hear from Dolores throughout the movie is one of these cues, and basically it just means that she heard something she wasn't supposed to. Another great example of this is using your lips to point to something, something you can see Mirabelle do right here when she gives Antonio his gift. Number 23, why did Mirabelle not get a gift? Well, I mean, I think it was Antonio's birthday, so. No, but I think this is an interesting question because I do think she does eventually get one as we've sort of mentioned already. But the question is then why couldn't she have just gotten that when she was a kid. And the gift we think she gets is being the keeper of the magic. So with that in mind, how much cooler is it that on Antonio's birthday, she also gives him a gift? Which almost perfectly foreshadows exactly what his magical gift is. But honestly, I think the reason she didn't get the gift as a kid is because the family just doesn't fully understand how the Encanto works yet. Like this is the first time it's happened. But my guess is that for future generations, the door disappearing is going to be considered a tremendous honor. Like, oh my God, you're the one who's going to be the next keeper of the magic. Number 24, what else can I do? <laughs> I see how this one worked its way because it's, it's one of the songs. That said, what else can Isabella do is a question I have been pondering on quite a lot because while flowers are cool and cacti are cool, to me, it seems that Isabella's power in particular has gone vastly underutilized. Crops, you guys, crops. I mean, you combine Isabella's gift to grow as many crops as she wants with her mom's gift to turn those crops into magic cure-alls. And like the whole, the whole town never has to be hungry or feel sick literally ever again. Honestly, we can go further. Like Peppa could literally control the weather to make sure that the crops are always in good health. And like Louisa, I bet could plow a field by herself in like 20 minutes if she wanted to, you know, no pressure. But like this family alone could be ending world hunger, right? Like, right? Great power comes great responsibility, guys. New headcanon, guys. Mirabelle is Spider-Man. 
She even has like a missing uncle. And number 25, do the husbands have powers? And the answer is no. Peppa's husband, Felix, nor Julieta's husband, Augustine, have powers at all. And actually, Augustine tries to comfort Mirabel with this fact that he married into the family and it was easy to feel unceptional when he was surrounded by such magical people. But this kind of falls flat because he didn't exactly grow up thinking he was gonna get powers, whereas Mirabel absolutely did. Actually, one final fun fact about her dad I learned while we were researching this video is that they mentioned very briefly that he's accident prone. That is why he ended up with Julieta because he had to keep going to her over and over for new cures from the food and that's how they get to know each other. Anyway though, that is Google's top 25 questions about Encanto. If you have any other that you would like us to take a look at, make sure you leave them in the towel section down below. But guys, thanks as always for watching today's video. Don't forget to leave a like on it if you haven't already and subscribe so you don't miss any future Disney action from us. If you wanna see a full video breaking down why Mirabelle didn't get her power and how she's become the new keeper of the magic, you can check out this video right here. But otherwise, until next time, Ben, I will see you in another life.